The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Never underestimate the importance of prayer. Your prayer life, to a great extent, determines not only the measure of your progress, but also the speed of your progress. See? Let's look at a few things and we'll get into the thought for the day. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free cause. John Wesley said, It seems as though God would do nothing unless men pray. Because the fulfillment of God's plan in the earth has two sides. The manward side and the Godward side. It says, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free cause and be glorified. He says, even as it is with you. Paul says, my success as a minister is the result of prayer. Think about it. Paul's success in ministry was the result of prayer. See? So your prayer life, to a great extent, affects your success. I remember a Christian elder, Pastor Jimmy Evans. He said, a day without prayer is a boast against God. See, because prayer is an expression of humility. In 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14, the Bible says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. That means only humble people pray. See, because prayer means I'm depending on God. Prayer means I'm inviting God. See, I told you some time ago that prayer is a verbal request made upon God based on his word. Prayer is a verbal request. Because Jesus said, if you pray, say. It's a verbal request made upon God the Father, based on his word. Prayer is also inviting God to get involved with the affairs of your life. Prayer is inviting God. See, God needs to be invited. He's a gentleman. See, he's a gentleman. Peter was sinking, but Jesus helped him up when he said, Help, Lord, help. See, so you may be sinking. If you don't ask for help, you may die sinking. Are we together? All right. Go back to 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 1 again. It says, give it to me in the amplified, amplified version. It says, Father, my brethren, do pray for us. 
that the word of the Lord may speed on. Notice that the speed of God's work is dependent on prayer. There's a man we all know, his name is John Maxwell, teaches on leadership. And I found a book he wrote, Partners in Prayer, how God brought a man into his life that prayed for him that facilitated his success. It is so important that you realize you need God to succeed. Are we together? Tell someone you need God to succeed. Do pray for us that the word of God may speed on, spread rapidly. Did you see that? And run its cause. Destiny can be aborted without prayer. When they were praying in Matthew 26, Jesus told them, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. That means every time you fell into temptation, it was proof you had not been praying. So Jesus was teaching us there that if we will pray, we will overcome temptation. That means we overcome the temptation through prayer before the temptation came. So your spiritual failure or your spiritual fall was a manifestation of broken fellowship. Your spiritual failure or your spiritual fall was a manifestation of broken fellowship. So it's so important that we fellowship with God because if we, we do fellowship with God, we will get the right results. Are we together? I said, are we together? All right. So look at John 15 and um, give me verse 5 and verse 7. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, what do you say? The same bringeth forth much fruit. Notice what he said. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. You see that? So the quality of your life can be traced to your fellowship with God. When looking at fellowship with God, we're looking beyond just praying. We're also looking at studying his word. See, he says, for without me, what did he say? You can do nothing. Do you know we don't believe this scripture? That's why we don't pray. That's why we don't study. Because if you believe that without God, you won't go far, then you will pray. Come on now. Then you will study. But we, we, we know we can succeed. We know who to call. We know who to contact. The day you do, it dawns on you that this thing is true, prayer becomes a necessity. Study becomes a necessity. Listen to the word becomes a necessity. Because you can build a company for 30 years and it crumbles in one day. You see that? Because prayer preserves Give me verse 7. It says, if you abide in me, if, 
You see that? If you abide in me, say if, and my words, you what? Mm. Just a moment. It says, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Now, I want to read something to you. It says, if you abide in me, and my words, my rhema, abide in you. Then he says, you shall ask what you will or what you desire or what you want and it shall be done unto you. Have you prayed and never gotten an answer? Have you prayed and prayed and said, I don't know why God is not answering. It is if. If you remain in me, if you continue in me, if you abide in me, and my words remain and continue in you. He says, then you shall ask what you desire. He shows you the key to have life the way you want it. You can end your frustrations through fellowship. We are fasting now that many of us will not fast. The same people who are the same people who come and worry me for prayer later. The same people. God said fast. They did not fast. Not that they, we had ulcerated bleeding, bleeding stomach. No. I know if he fast though. Oh boy, you won't keep person. Go fast in four. I beg go. Even God knows me and know if you fast. That's why you don't get what you want. He says, if you abide in me and my words. See, the first one is the fellowship part. In prayer. Then he says, my words, my rhema. See, because many of you here, the theme of the year... By three months, you've forgotten it. We will do an exam by the, by, by the third month. We will put it, write five scriptures that align with the theme of the year. Yeah? Now, church, we do not be exam. Life is an exam. Life is an exam. And your, the life's exam is, how many of you have done what they call, in, how do you call it? It's impromptu test or whatever you call it then in school. Your lecturer just going to say, Test. Impromptu. And they will, ha! Say, Jesus. This man is a devil. He's not a devil. He reveals that you are lazy. Because if you want to do well academically, you should read your note after every lecture. And that's the best way to excel academically. I didn't feel academically. I know what it means to finish a three-hour exam in less than one hour. Many of us don't read our notes. In fact, the notes you finish on this service, you will not open it again. Some of you just find one paper. Say, oh, hey God, see Revelation. Give me paper, paper, paper. They don't say, Pia. Then you borrow biro. Don't know that you're not even ready for the education. You now borrow someone's biro and write. Then as you are going home, you went to give change from your boss. 
You see paper, say which paper? You threw the paper away. Some of you find papers you wrote things under your bed. You are sweeping things out of your room. You see the bed. Hey, see you. Hmm. Apostle, sweet message. You see through with the paper. The, the word did not continue in you. It did not continue in you. We are looking at the year of divine advancement. How to maximize the year. See, to maximize is to make the most of something. See, many of us don't make the most of the year. We said there's a man word side and there's a God word side. For instance, in this equation, the God word side, God is the one that gives the grace. See, it gives the grace. But the grace increases based on certain things. For instance, our giving affects the flow of grace in our lives. See, our giving, our humility affects the flow of grace in our lives. Our knowledge affects the flow of grace in our lives. So now you are going older in life. See, because the grace of God is the favor of God, its ability. Grace is ability. Grace is influence. The influence of the spirit. Okay? Now, the favor of God. Is the favor of God increasing in your life? See? Because the favor of God is in levels. See? It's in levels. Jesus was full of wisdom and grace in favor in Luke 2 verse 40. See, it was full of grace. It was full of favor in Luke 2 40. Give it to me in the ESV. It was full of favor. But is that all he needs? You see that? When you're in primary two, and you went to school and went to school when our school fees was like, uh, uh, okay, maybe like 500 naira. But when I got to university, I needed more money. See, in the early phase of your life, there's a level of grace. As Jesus grew, give me Luke 2.52. As it grew, the Bible says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. As he grew, went up in years, he also increased in favor with God and with man. There are some Christians who have no favor with men. See, there is a Godward side and there's a manward side. Someone say there's nothing like that, it's only God. No, there is. Jesus has died for your sins. If you don't take him as a Lord and person, say, well, you'll go to hell. Grace is available. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Titus 2 verse 11. But you have to take that grace by faith. Are we together? You have to take that grace by faith. Okay. Show them Titus 2 11. The Titus 2 11, the grace of God that brings salvation to all men. Uh, okay, I bring salvation has appeared to all men. So, but people will die and go to hell. 
Because they did not take the grace. The word receive is the word lambano. It means to take, to seize by force. They did not take the grace. They did not seize the grace. You see that? So it is so important that we realize that in the fulfillment of our destiny, there's a manward side and a Godward side. God supplies the grace. Let's say you go to the tap to fetch water. The water, so long as it's connected to the source and it's flowing, let's use the ocean. When you go to the ocean, it's up to you how much you can take from the ocean. If you go there with a cup, what would you get? A cup full of water. If you go there with, with a bucket, you get what? A bucket full of water. If you go there with uh, one of these uh, the, um, tankers to drain some water from the ocean, it's up to you. That's a man what part. What room have you made for what you're expecting this year? See? What room have you made? In, for instance, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10, Paul says something. He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. So grace can be in vain. God brings the grace. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 1. We'll come back here. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 1. It says, we then as workers together with him, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. See, there's a purpose for every grace. See, the grace can refer to divine workings. See, this year, there's a grace on us to experience supernatural advancement. Are we together? But it's up to you how much of that advancement you experience. In 2 Corinthians 9 from verse 6, we'll read to verse 8. Look at this. So for this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also how? Sparingly. He says, my outcomes are out to my output. See, my output determines my outcomes. So what am I giving? What am I doing? Are you sowing sparingly? Or are you so you reap sparingly? Do you know that your confession is a seed? How often will you confess the words for this year? Will you speak it often? You sow it, speak it apparently, you read apparently. You speak it bountifully, you read bountifully. You see that? Then he says, and, and, and you know your giving is a seed. Your giving is a seed. And he is talking about giving. And he says, and he will swear bountifully, shall reap also bountifully. So now someone is reaping much, and someone else is getting angry, and the other person is blessed. Hey, your output determines your outcome. If you don't like your outcome, change your output. And I know many of us here don't like our outcomes. Are you following me? Then he says, next, he says, every man according as he proposes in his heart, so let him give. In other words, don't give out of, out of grudge or necessity for God, love the cheerful giver. Now, there are many of us, for instance, we don't give our tithes. We, we have excuses why we don't give our tithe. that this is the New Testament, so we don't give tithes. And, and, and I, I warned that and said, well, Jesus is the high priest after the order of Melchizedek, and Melchizedek would manifested himself because he's the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. So if in the Alpha in Genesis, he comes out of Melchizedek, he received tithes from Abraham as the Omega and coming in the New Testament, then he also received tithes from us. 
we don't give tithes. Because we think it's a scheme. See, it says, don't give grudgingly of necessity for God loves the cheerful giver. Then verse 8, it says, and, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Notice, it says, when I give, I should give cheerfully because God is able to make all grace abound toward me that ye always having all sufficient in all things may abound to every good work. So it's possible to always have. But the man that always has, the man that's always given. There's a man was side and a God was side. God's part is to give the grace. You see that now? See, where we are today, we are responsible for where we are today. Don't blame God. You got here by yourself. You brought yourself here. You got yourself here. In Ephesians 6 verse 8, give it to me. Ephesians 6 verse 8. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, man would side, the same shall he receive of the Lord God would side, whether he be bond or free. You see that? Colossians 3.22. And building a foundation. Colossians 3.22. It says, servants obeying all things and masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as man pleases, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Next. It says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Next. Now watch this. It says that your attitude to your work in your workplace, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the word of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So there's a manward side and what? And a Godward side. See? Jesus has died for my sins. But it's up to me whether I receive my healing. He won't force it on me. You see that? He won't force it on me. In fact, the Bible tells me, it says, my son, attend to my words. You see that? Incline your ears unto my saints, Proverbs 4.20. Then 21 says, uh, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart for their life to them that find them and health to all their flesh. So why is this one healthy and this one sick? Oh, just ask them, are you spending time with the word of God consistently? A man would sigh, and a God would sigh. So your life right now reflects your relationship and fellowship with God. Your outcomes right now. Because if he says it's hell to all their flesh, do you know that when, when Jesus was on earth, we hardly or scarcely find any time where the apostles were sick. They were living with the word. They were living with the word. They were living with the word. And they were healthy. They were living with the word. And they were healthy. They were living with the word. And they were healthy. So why are you sick? Are you consistent in the word? You eat three square meals every day. In fact, fasting for you is like punishment. But you know how long you've been fasting from the word of God consistently? You see why you're sick? There's no spiritual nutrient to sustain your body because your spirit that sustains your body. Say there's a man on one side and a God on one side. 
See, God called Joshua. And yet he gave him conditions. In fact, let's even begin. It started with Moses. Moses, you, you are taking them to the promised land. You would do like this. Did Moses get to the promised land? He told them, you're all going to the promised land. Did the people get to the promised land? They did not. Because of what they said. See, if you get the best out of this year, it is up to you. If you don't, it's up to you. God said they will get into the promised land. They didn't get there. So it's a year of divine advancement. If you advance, it's not up to God because he's going to do his part. He will supply the grace. But, but will, your, will your giving, will your humility, will your knowledge, will your obedience play its part? That, God is a constant, but you are the variable. Are you following me? So if we're going to magnify the year, then we're going to look at what is my side in the equation. Say, what is my side? Because we always blame God. God said this thing and I didn't see it come to pass. God said that one. Wait, now. You can't judge God. He's perfect. He's perfectly perfect. He's perfectly, perfectly perfect. That's three now. He's perfectly, perfectly, perfectly perfect. That's four. He's perfectly, 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 perfectly perfect. That's five. He's perfectly, 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 perfectly perfect. Then seven. He's perfectly, 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 perfectly perfect. He's too perfect. Day and night has never ceased. Perfect. So, let's look at ourselves. How are we going to maximize the year 2019? You see that? How are we going to maximize it? There's something I want to read to us, Colossians 4, and verse 17. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. That means whether you fulfill your ministry or not, it's not up to God, but up to who? Up to you. Second Peter 1. And I want us to look at verse 10. Wherefore, the rather give diligence to make your calling an election sure. Did you see that? Give it to me in the NLT first, please. NLT. Dear brothers and sisters, it says, Work hard to prove that you are really among those God has called and chosen. Did you see that? Here they want to demonstrate you fulfill your destiny or not. He said, do these things and you will never fall away. So if I fell into sin, there are some things I did not do. One of them is my prayer life. The other is my study life. 
It was not because the temptation was, 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 was strong. It was because I was not working hard on me. I remember someone said something, said, work on your job, you make an income. Say, but work on yourself, you make a fortune. That means if I keep on working on myself, I'll make so much money to impact my generations. No, we want to work harder on our jobs. No, work harder on yourself. Get into the word of God. See, spend time with God praying. Put the effort in prayer. Asking for grace to push you into this. Because grace responds to desire. Now certain graces you want to walk in, you have to have the desire. This is helping anybody today. Give it to me in the message translation, please. Message. So friends, confirm. Do you see that? God's invitation to you is choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it when? Do it now. Do this and you have your life on what? On firm footing. What the best out of this year? Hallelujah. Give it to me in the old King James. He says, Wherefore the writer, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. He says, if your calling and election is sure, it's up to you. It's not up to God. So if the destiny is fulfilled, it is up to you. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Give it to me in the NIV. NIV. Look at this. NIV. Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. Be the more eager. Let there be an earnestness in your heart. Because he has told us that your divine advancement will get to the end of the year. Now, some people are angry that we don't see the thing. We don't see, they said, they said well, most of us will receive high currencies and this will happen. That won't happen. This one uh, is a year of this one. It's a year of betting. It's a year of the dreams will be bettered. This will be bettered. I didn't see anything bettered. That's how pastors will just be pastor, men of God will be talking and saying the year will be like this. Person know they see him. Because for the most part, for the most part, we didn't follow the divine strategy. So if you do these things, you shall never fail. Now, how do I get the most out of this year? See, the first thing. You must know what God is doing, which is to know the theme of the year. You must know what God is doing. In 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, the Bible says, On of the children of Issachar, where men, which were men that had understanding of the times. See? Understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. They, they understood the times. What is God doing now? What is God saying now? In Ecclesiastes 8 verse 5, the Bible says, Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. And a wise man's heart, discerned both time and judgment. Discerned both time and judgment. There's something God is saying at every time. Look at verse 6. 
Because to every purpose, there's time and judgment. Therefore, the misery of man is great upon him. Why is that person suffering greatly? He didn't understand timing. He missed timings. So the first thing, know what God is doing. Know the theme of the year. What is the theme of the year? Gather the scriptures. Study them again and again and again and again. We call number one, revelation. So the first thing you need is revelation. One reason why Jesus had results in John 5 verse 19 was that Jesus was doing what he saw the Father doing. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. I told you, if you, you got to come to that place where you realize that without God, you cannot do anything. Let it dawn on you. Let it dawn on you. Say it yourself when it dawns on you. Because that's why we can wake up and move out of our house without prayer. Jesus rises up a great while before dawn to go and pray. Mark 1.35. Matthew 14, 23, when the disciples, when he had fed the people with the bill, he sent the disciples away. Matthew 14, 23, when he was alone, he prayed. Luke 5, 16, after he had preached in Luke 5, 15, when people came to him to be healed, verse 16, he withdrew himself and prayed. The first thing is revelation. Never forget I told you some time ago, God told me, he says, a man that prays that sees. See, Cornelius was, was going to the place of prayer in Acts 10. He was fasting, and we are fasting now. Many of you are not fasting. Because you don't know this is a positioning for destiny. He was fasting at the night hour of the day. Three o'clock in the afternoon. And an angel appeared to him and said, Cornelius, your prayer is heard. And your prayers and your arms are come up as a memorial before God. Your prayers and your arms, all these givings, all these prayers, they have brought the, the books, that's what we call the book of remembrance, has come up before God. Give me Acts 10 verse 3, please. Look at this, please. Is this helping anybody, please? Acts 10 verse 3. He saw in a vision, evidently about the night hour of the day, that's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They count from 6 o'clock. So first hour will be 7. You see? 8 is second hour. Nine, third hour. Ten is what? Fourth, fourth hour. Eleven is what? Twelve is what? One is what? Two is what? Three is what? Three o'clock in the afternoon. So he was fasting here. If I give me verse two. It's a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave much unto the people and prayed to God once in a while. Once in a while. Come and talk to me once in a while. You see why your life is the way it is? This is New Testament. He prayed to God always. How often do you pray? First Thessalonians 5. The Bible tells us, pray without season. Pray without season. Give it to me first as we come again. First Thessalonians 5, 
Give me verse 17. It says, pray without ceasing. Give it to me in the message translation. Pray what? NLT. Never stop praying. It says pray all the time message. Never stop praying. And many of us here, we wake up without prayer. It's not a consideration. In fact, this fasting self, you've written it and not day. We will not see you coming for the prayer. We will not, most of you will not see you. We'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here to see what I will see. Tomorrow evening, we'll see what I will see. On, 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 we'll see what I will see you Friday. We'll see what I see you Saturday. We will know at the end of the year now. When you get to the end of the year and you can show how you did it by your physical effort, your connections, then you didn't expect divine advancement. Because what he made us know is that by the end of the year, what would have received would be too good to be true. He says, never stop praying. Say, never stop praying. Yeah, never stop praying. Now go back to uh, Acts 10 verse 2. He prayed to God always. See, the man prayed to God always. He gave much. He was a giver. Some of you are stingy, co-aradites. Your money to get it out, if for to get tight out of your hands, God, God has to try to twist your hand like this. I know three catch up. I know you twist to throw. You do it, 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 They have this thing they do it, 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 You backflip with it, say, wait, in. I'll give you. Verse 3. It says, he saw in a vision, evidently, that means it's what we call an open vision. There are three kinds of vision, of visions. The first one is the mini vision. You see it in your mind. The second one is a trance. Your, your spaces are suspended. It's almost like a dream or, or something like that. It, it's, it's a trance. Then, the third one is the open vision. Where you see it in your two, they call it in vision, the crow crow eyes. You see with your, your two eyes. It's not film trick. He saw him in a vision about the ninth hour of the day. An angel was coming into him and saying to him, Cornelius, verse 4. And he looked on him. He was afraid. And said, Lord. And he said, thy prayers. Thy prayers. And thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. There's a time God looks at the register. And I told you 20, 2019 is a time where God goes to the register. It's a year of remembrance. That's when God goes to the books and looks at the seeds you've sown, you've never seen a harvest. The things you prayed about, and you, some things you've even forgotten about it. That, I beg, maybe that thing is not God's will for me. We've entered a time where they'll be manifested. Are you all there? So this man was fasting. And God revealed to him that he should send for Peter, who is in Joppa, leaving one time on the town, to come and preach to his household so they could be saved. The first thing is revelation. Say revelation. revelation. So you, you, you need revelation. 
Revelation is insight into the mind of God or insight into the plan of God. Revelation is insight into the mind of God or insight into the plan of God. See, God has a plan for your life, but God also has a plan for your year, for your day, for your season. See, he has a plan. So the first thing you need is what? Revelation. For us, we have revelation. We know the theme of the year. We know it. We know what God is doing. It's divine advancement. Oh, someone says, I thought it's so and such word. Find any genuine man of God where they give you the word of the year and you look at the, the words God have given to us for the year, you'll find that it's the same thing God is saying. Because he says, I will fight for you. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. That's another theme of the year for another ministry. I won't tell you what, what it is. And he says that this year is an uncommon accomplishment. The things we will do, it's so great, they sound unbelievable. I was listening to a man of God the other day on TV, I think it was the first, and he was talking about what God said they were going to do. He said some things will be so big that when you even tell some Christians to not believe you that God did it. I said, we have already said this in earlier today. See, we know what God is saying. The Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear. Hearing is a choice. Are you following me? Hearing, tell someone, hearing is a choice. So, we are hearing what God is saying. They may be interpreted in different terms. But God is saying one thing. There's only one Holy Spirit. Are you out there? Okay, so now, revelation, insight into the plan of God. You need revelation. Tell someone, you need revelation. Say it again, you need revelation. One more time, you need. Number two, confession. You need to speak the revelation. I taught you everything in the kingdom, God is voice activated. Until you speak, nothing happens. Even your salvation, you have to speak. If you did not speak, you will not be saved. He said, confession is made unto what? Salvation. Tell someone, speak. Very, very important. When you receive the revelation, then you speak it. See, you speak it. But for the speaking to work, the first thing you have to believe it. You see that? Because speaking without believing is useless. So you have to believe that this year you will do things, you will receive things, you will prosper in such a way that your life will look as though you are dreaming. Tell someone, believe it. Give me... Romans 2a, believe it. Believe it. Tell someone to believe it. All right. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. It says, we having the same spirit of faith 
according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and what? Therefore, speak. Say, speak. But you have to believe before you speak. It is believing that guarantees a performance of divine promises. It is believing that guarantees a performance of divine promises. If you want God to perform what he promised, you must first of all believe. Luke 1.45. Luke 1.45. It says, and blessed is she that believed. Say, I believe. Say, you can say, I believe. This is my year of divine advancement. Say, like you mean it. This is my year of divine advancement. Say, like you mean it. This is my year of divine advancement. He said, your struggles ended with last year. I believe it. He said, your stress ended with last year. I believe it. He said, your lack ended with last year. I believe it. He says, blessed is she that believed. See, hear me. To believe is to take God at his word. See, you are not trying to reason it out. Mary told them, she said, in John 2 verse 5, whatsoever is said unto you, do it. They wanted wine. And he said, fill the water pots with water. And they filled it. He said, take the water now and go and give the governor of the feast. And when they got to the governor of the feast, the water had become wine. They did not move after the water was wine. They moved before the water was wine. That means you must believe first before what you expect manifests. It is your believing that guarantees manifestation. If you will not believe, the Bible says you will not be established. You see that? It says, when the ruler of the feast tasted the water. Did you hear what the Bible says? When he tasted the water that was made wine. So it was water they were carrying. So it doesn't matter how you ended last year. When you cross over, level has changed. Are you following me? It is your believing that guarantees manifestation. The Bible says, hear me. It says, when the ruler of the feast attested the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants, watch this, which drew the water, knew. So it doesn't matter how much you had last year. December last year. But we know that when we get to December 2019, we'll be 1,000 times more. That means some of us are going to tens of millions. Some of us are going to hundreds of millions. Some of us are going to one million. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is your believing that guarantees manifestation. God owes you no obligation unless you believe. Kenneth Hagin was paralyzed from his waist down. And he had been reading his Bible, Mark eleven twenty three. 
And he spoke and said, Jesus, I believe your word. He said, I believe I receive healing from, my, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I believe I receive healing for the cancer of the blood. I believe I receive healing for paralysis. And he said, Jesus, if you appear to me now and tell me I don't believe, I would tell you a liar. He said, and I heard a voice that said, if you really believe you are healed, get up. So if you really believe, act like it. Talk like it. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you believe it's a year of divine advancement, when someone makes my sense, hear me. Oh boy, don't let God take you down. You, are, you have believed it. Now nothing shakes you. Kadinama. See, you, got, you believe it first. You believe the rhema. First of all, God reveals the rhema. Revelation number one. He reveals the rhema. Number two, confession. But for confession to work, we must do a, first of all, believe the rhema. Say, I believe the rhema. In Romans 4 verse 18, I'm taking you somewhere tonight. If you're not in a hurry, we can settle destiny tonight. It says, who against hope, believed in hope, that it might become the father of many nations. Notice he had to believe to become. Many of us this year will be millionaires this year. But you first of all have to believe you are a millionaire. You have to talk like it. Dress like it. I didn't say borrow money. Dress, keep the things you have needs. It says, who against or believed in hope that it might become the father of many nations. I remember one time, my wife has always been in charge of my money. Because I learned it from Christ. The Bible says, all things are yours, and ye are Christ. The world is yours. The things burnt is yours. He gave us everything. But he owns us. I paid a bride price. 30,000 naira. I own her. But I gave her, I give her my money. So, and my wife knows how to, to spend. And she sees fine things for the children, she has bought it. She sees one fine bag for herself, she has bought it. She likes to spend. So one day I was offended and I said, how oh, you just spend the money? At least you would tell me this, this, this. Then when I was through with her, the Lord spoke to me and said, if you were a millionaire, will you, be, will you talk about this small money like this? I said, no. Then I changed my attitude. Because God asked me, if you were a millionaire. So I changed my attitude. And in a short while, I became a millionaire. So, chop my money, chop my money, I don't care. Are you all there? You first of all believe first. That's someone believe first. See, it says, who against who believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Rema, so shall thy seed be. That's Genesis 15, verse 6. So, the rhema, the rhema, Abraham believed in the Lord. It was counted into him for righteousness. What did he believe? If you read verse 5, you see it there. So, in verse, verse, verse 6, he believed it. God showed him the, the, the sky and gave him a rhema. Then he believed the rhema. I believe the rhema. This is my year of divine advancement. Now, 
If God is going before you, it means you cannot be robbed this year. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because he's your scout. See, you need to believe it. Say, I believe it. I will not be robbed this year. Say it, I believe, I believe it. I will not be robbed this year. Say the third time, I believe it. I will not be robbed this year. Say amen. You believe it. Luke 145. It says, Bless the she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were taught her from the Lord. Rema. Say Rema. I didn't say Rema. Rema. So, 2a, you believe it. First Thessalonians 2, verse 13, quickly, please. Is this helping anybody, please? Then, it says, for this cause also, we thank God without ceasing. Because when you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men. You can just say, okay, every church is declaring their own apostles just told us it's a year of divine advancement, that God is going before us. He will level down mountains. He will beat down hills. The current place will be made straight. The rock is plain. That this year will be our best year yet. Things will be a lot easier for us this year. With a little effort, there will be more results. That's what he said. He said, you didn't receive it as the word of men, but as it is in truth, what did he call it? The word of God, which effectually... How? Walk it in you. What? So the word will not walk until you believe it. Are you following me? So anytime, everywhere you are, you are, you are there. This is my year of divine advancement. And they said those sacked people, they said, no, me, promotion. Because this year is a year of divine it's advancement, it's promotion. I can't be sacked. They said they will cut down to third of the staff. I can't still be sacked. It's my yard. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you believe what God said. Jesus said in Matthew 17, verse 20, he said, if you have faith, as I get on Moses said, you shall say. See? So our confessions reveal our convictions. So you get a revelation, then you have your, 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 your confession, but 2A, you got your conviction in place. You believe it. Say, I believe. Say it again, say, I believed. Okay, look at this quickly. Romans 1, 16. Take me there quickly. It says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God salvation to who? To everyone that what? That believed. So it means it is my believing that activates the power of my rhema. Are you following me? It is my believing that activates the power of my rhema. So we have 2A, we have... Believe, believe it or your conviction. Then the 2B is your speaking. See, because believing without speaking is useless. Speaking without believing is futile. The two must go together. You must believe and speak. Say believe and speak. Say again, say believe and speak. All right, very quickly, Mark eleven twenty three. 23. He said, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, speaking, be thou removed and be not cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, say believe, that those things which he say shall come to pass, he shall have what? Whatsoever what he saith. He said, if you believe what you are saying, it will happen. 
Give it to me in the New Living Translation, NLT. It says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown to the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. So you must believe it, that this is your year of divine advancement. You must believe it. I believe it. I was talking to our pastor this year. I said, I said, there's so much peace in my heart. This year, nothing moves me. See, I believe, see, don't let things shake you. Don't begin to worry about money. Don't worry. Just rest. That's all. Just rest. Because this year, God wants to show up and what? And show off. Are you following me? So 2A, believe it, your conviction. 2B, speak it. Speak it in the morning. Speak it. Speak. Give me to Jeremiah 6, verse 6 quickly. I, I need to run quickly. 6, Jeremiah 6, 6. And this word which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Next 7, please. It says, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto your children. Thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house. Make it your discussion. Don't discuss problems anymore. And when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, you're strolling with your wife, when thou discuss it every time, this is the day, this is my year. This year, babe, we're going to enjoy ourselves. This year, we'll travel. Yeah. My wife's expecting to travel. She's talking about it. Where she wants to go this year. Children are looking at where they want to go this year. Why? Because we believe it. Say, I believe. Verse 8, please. It says, and now shall bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and now shall be, they shall be as frontlet between thine eyes. Verse 9. It says, I will come to that between thine eyes later. And thou shalt write upon the post of thine house and on thy gates. That's why we have stickers. Buy your sticker. Put it there. You're looking at it. When you see it, talk. My year of divine advancement. You see it again. You put it on your fridge. My year of Be saying it. Your, your friends will think you are mad. You're coming to your car and say, this is my year of divine advancement. Say, oh boy, what is your divine advancement? You uh, they don't understand what you are doing. When they find out that suddenly a scholarship for a doctorate program came, you cannot explain it. And now you're going to Canada or to the US or to the UK. All expense paid by Nigerian government. That's when they just say, oh boy, me win you. No, he's no, he understands how to maximize the year. Deuteronomy 11, 18, so we can take the next one, please. Deuteronomy 11, 18. It says, therefore, shall ye lay up these words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand that they might be as fond between your eyes. We'll come back to that later, 19, please. It says, and you shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Yesterday I was doing devotion on my children, and I told them, I said, you write your, your, your ten things. We're doing devotion. And one of them asked me, said, oh, you said, because I read the devotion, when you want to achieve it, he said, what if you don't know when you want to achieve it? I said, just write it like that. I'm teaching them. Some children don't know this is the year of divine advancement. They all came to 31st night. 31st night, I went home. They don't know what is happening. Happy New Year, Happy New Year. The father did not teach them that this year is different. Write what you want from God. This year is a year where God will do for you more than what your father can do for you. You see that? Verse 20, please, quickly, quickly. It says, and thou shalt write upon the doorposts of thy house and upon thy gates. You see that? 
That's thicker. Verse 21. It says that your days will be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the Lord, your, your Lord swore unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven on earth. See, you're speaking. Numbers 14, 28 says, have you spoken in my ear, so will I do to you. You speak it. You speak it. Number three, meditation. Make the word your focus. See, there's what we call word saturation. You get into word saturation. Because you want to see this thing happen so that you can achieve in one year what takes 10 years. You want to see it happen. So you enter into word saturation. Say word saturation. Say it again. Say word saturation. Yeah. The, now, yes, look at this. Mark 4.23. Mark 4.23. Mark 4.22. It says, if any man have ears to hear, what did he say? Let him hear. Hearing is a choice. Next verse, 24. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. In other words, pay attention to what you hear. Be careful what you hear and how you hear. Then he says, with the measure, with one measure you meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. You understand this? Give it to me in the Amplified. 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 Amplified version. Amp. It says, and he said unto him, be careful what you're hearing. You see that? The measure of thought, meditation. Meditation. The measure. See, be hearing this thing. Sleep with it. Play it in your car. Soak in this thing. I told them in first service about a young man that money answers to him, but healing does not answer to him. And he was wondering why. And someone told him and said, um, you've not really given time to messages on healing. And he said, it's true. Because money message, money, 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 so money answers. Because whatever you focus on is what amplifies in your life. So if you focus on money, you amplify. So now you want to focus on what God is saying. So that these things are manifested in your life. Are you following me, somebody? He says, the measure of thoughts, say thoughts. Look at it and study Meditation. See, you see, success is intentional. Prosperity is intentional. Bishop Wedigbo had to move into a hotel and spend some days, those old times, and he was there reading a book on prosperity when God spoke to him with his seriousness. When he got the revelation of prosperity, the covenant, he ran out and said, I can't be poor. People that are saying he's too rich. That is the result of thought and study. Many people have read that book. They didn't come out with that kind of wealth. So what you get out of this year is dependent by the measure of thought and study you put into what you are hearing. Many of us are just excited when we got to the 12 o'clock that the, the band that came to front school, there was a download from heaven. See, there's these things that were dropping from heaven at 12 o'clock. Some of you are too excited. Happy New Year. My wife fell under the power. Because you knew what was happening. I said, quiet. Hey, children, thought and study. She went home. She was very sober and quiet. Said she knew something came in. Said if they were all quiet, said people would have been falling over the hole. I said they did not know. Excitement. The measure of thought and study. Your mind. Put your mind into it. Be in the service. Be in the fasting. It says, the measure of the answer you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of what? Of virtue. And knowledge that comes back to you and more beside will begin to you here. 
So why is it that this person at the end of the year is 1,000 times more? His account, what was the 2,000 naira? And now the guy is worth 2 million at the end of the year. How did it happen? He cannot explain. This one, his account had 50,000 naira. By the end of the year, it was worth 50 million. What happened? Because of the thought and study. One, last year he had 20,000. End of December, he had 5,000. That will not be your portion. Because he never gave, he never gave thought and study. There was no seriousness. Meditation. It's a mental preoccupation. You know, when, when you love someone, when, when you are in love with someone, you think about them all the time. You think, then when I, I was dating my wife, I would call her and say, have you slept? At 2 a.m., is she supposed to be awake? You're asking, have you slept? I was serving the girl's life. I think I was more in love than you, Seth. Because the thing was doing me one kind. God has blessed me with a fine girl like this. Ah, this girl that God said that uh, is so important that she will choose for me, that he will choose for me. If God chose this girl, then this is it. And amazing, if you sow into her life, you get it in 24 hours. What kind of wife do you want? So I will call her. I will. One day I even called her, and I did not know I had that wrong number. And a man picked it. So I said, I want to speak to Valerie. He said, what? I said, I want to speak to Valerie. Give her the phone. The man said, are you okay? I said, I'm very okay. I know the number. I said, please, please, cut and check your number. And I called her. Ah! I was in love. See, if you really want the best in this year, enter into mental preoccupation. See, it's, you, you're meditating. It's in your car everywhere because you are meditating. God told Joshua, this book of law shall not depart out of, the, out of your mouth. Confession. But I shall meditate therein. How? Day and night. Before you go to sleep tonight, this is my year of divine advancement. This is a year of enlargement unto me. A year of common accomplishment. Carry it in your heart. Be, be, so you better get crazy for it because I want to see it happen. One thousand times more. Do you know what that will make, what my word will be? If it doesn't happen, I am to blame. That's why there's a seriousness. See that? That's what is the seriousness. It speaks of the man that is blessed of God. In verse 2, it says, In his law does he meditate day and night. In his law does he meditate day and night. Psalm 1, verse 2. Does what does he meditate day and night? Then he says, verse 3, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He says, If he's meditating, there's a consistent flow. A tree by the river of, of water, his leaves do not wither. So why is that sometimes you receive, sometimes you don't receive, sometimes you have, sometimes you don't have? Because sometimes we are away from meditation. We have not been spending time in fellowship. We have not been spending time with the Word. That's where lack came in. Her leaves began to wither. But you stay there, so you bring forth your fruit when in your season. In other words, what was supposed to happen will happen at the right time. Why are we missing our seasons? Because we are not taking this thing seriously. The revelation, the confession, the belief, and the speaking. 
Neither are we taking seriously the meditation. We are not. Because your life as a Christian, should, people should be wondering, oh boy, the economy knows they affect you. Why? Because you are, you are planted by the rivers of water. He says, it shall bring for the food. He says, his leaves shall not wither. Then he says, and whatsoever he doeth, what a life. 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 In 1 Timothy 4 verse 14, quickly please. 1 Timothy 4 verse 14. It says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy. Inspired utterance. It was given unto you by prophecy. Say prophecy. We have a prophetic word. It says, and with the laying of hands of presbytery, verse 15 says, meditate upon these things. Upon what? The prophecy. It says, Timothy, don't forget what God said. Most of us have forgotten what God said about our lives. See, I'm going to revisit the prophecies over my life. I was here today in first service. The Lord began to remind me some things. He had told me that I carry his fullness. So be conscious of that. See, there's things you begin to neglect. It says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself completely to them that your profiting, your faneru, your manifestation may appear to all. So if the prophecy of the year will manifest, you have to meditate. If you want to have that blessing, when by the end of the year, we all look at ourselves and say, what, what happened? When your friends call you and say, come, babe, 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 what, what did they happen? Tell me, tell me, what do they use? Waiting. Are you the only one in Yenehua? You, just now, somebody paid rent for you, better house. Now you have a car, just like that. Now you, now all these things, close everything. Ah, ah, what, come, babe, tell me, who is this sugar daddy? Say, Papa God. Ah, God, God. That's how I always say, it's God, 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 God. Uh, you see, because it's too good to be true. When you find a young man that is 30 years old, and in one year, he has built a house. In one year, he has bought two cars. In one year, he has investment in the millions. Come on, boy, are you pushing drugs? My host in South Africa, he shared his testimony with you. How God turned everything in his life after he sold a particular seed in the particular year. And he got into telecommunications. He's so rich and so blessed that one day it's, it's, they bought a very big car. The wife started crying. The, car, the, the, woman, the woman was crying. He's so rich that one day the wife asked him, you they sell Amala? You know what You push cocaine? Because it is too good to be true. We are getting there. We are getting there. See, when my wife would come and say, babe, can I ask you a question? I saw on your phone you got an alert of 50 million. Who sent this seed? Then look at that and say, check up what? Did you see the 100? Then when she won't ask you again, she'll look at that. And... That's what will happen for us this year. But there's a manward side. You have to settle down with the word. Meditating upon it. Peter said something quickly. Go to 2 Peter 1 19. He says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy. 
He says this thing is a sure word here of divine advancement. It's a sure word. You can be 1,000 times more. It's a sure word. A young man went from $50 to $7 million in seven years. Now, if you look at that, that means it came to how many percent? Are, those of you do maths, how many percent increase? And in the seventh year, it was going to hit a deal worth $50 million. That means somebody moved from $50 to $50 million in seven years. Are you, are, you, are you seeing what we are talking about? See, but we will not spend time with the word. We'll watch Z World. <laughs> hey, God. The, your husband is coming on. Let her on. Let her on. Let her on. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Nonsense. What was acted? Whether you say thank you, Jesus, or not, whether you pray, the husband will not catch her. Everyone went for a prayer meeting. They said they should bring prayer requests. And the woman brought prayer requests. They said, Who are these people? She said, the people, the drama she's watching, that uh, they are quarreling. She said, I want you to pray that they will reconcile. It is preoccupation. Now she's not thinking well. They wanted to prove that it is real. In a series in America, they wanted to prove that people believe what they are watching on TV. That's why they call television the make-believe screen. Make-believe. And the people did a wedding and people bought gifts and sent it to the station. They were celebrating their wedding. What they saw on television, they've watched it so much, it's so real. If you get into the world like that, I wonder how your life will be. Some of you by now, Jesus will appear in your room. Some of you by now, the Holy Ghost will walk into your room. Some of you by now, angels will walk into your room. Some of you by now, you would have been caught up to heaven. But there's no preoccupation. It says, we also have a more short of prophecy. Whereunto you do well. You do well that you take heed. As unto a light. As unto a light that shines in a dark place. Until the day dawn. And the day star arise in your hearts. Meditation. You're shining. You're profiting. You're manifesting. Your faneru appears to all. Quickly, number four. Your action, which is your, your doing the word or obedience to the Spirit, is so important that you do the word this year and you obey the voice of the Spirit this year because one obedience can set you 10 years ahead of your peers. One act of obedience, 10 years ahead. The Bible says, in Job 36, 11, if they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. You want this year, there to be prosperity this year? Then obey him, serve him. Are you in a department? Have you gone to foundation school? Apostle, I'm so busy. You're not ready for pleasures. When I mean pleasures, I mean the, the pleasures of this world. I don't know, wealth, such enjoyment. Such enjoyment. Such enjoyment. I, I, boy, I remember we went to buy that phone for you, that Samsung Galaxy S9, and they said the amount. I was like, that's I'm saying, no, it's okay. Pastor, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it was no shaking. It went the same day. 
they were saying they bought my iPad now. It was, I, I, no shaking. I said, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. The Holy Spirit is okay, it's okay. That's like we pack things. It's okay. That's living in pleasures. He said, money saves me. He was talking to me one time and said, I don't buy my suits in South Africa. I buy it outside the country. See, live, if they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, one day we were on the phone together and he was getting close to church. And he said, Apostle, I have to run in now. He was hurrying to enter service for service time. When do we come? I know some of you go to work and you can come on. I understand those people. But some of you can come, you can come here before 5.30. He said something to me. He said, Apostle, money serves me. He says, money serves me. If they obey and serve him, your action, you are serving. He says, you are spending their days in prosperity. Their days in prosperity. And their years in pleasures. Your action. Isaiah 119, please. Isaiah 119. Please follow me closely. I want to end this. I know that I'm, I've cleared this for the year. And whatever happens at the end of the year, we'll know those who listen and those who do not. So if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat what? So if you don't eat the good of this year, know that you were the one that was not obedient. God has been telling you the things since, since you have refused to obey. Lastly, prayer. I've already dealt with prayer so much. Prayer. See, prayer. So important that you come to that place of prayer with your rhema. That's why we are fasting. We are coming with his word. We are coming with his word. First Timothy 1 verse 18. Paul spoke to his son Timothy, first 21. Say, this child coming unto the son Timothy, according to the prophecies that went before on the, there are prophecies God has given us for this year. He said, the year will be sweeter, better, and greater. There are prophecies God has given us, men of God speaking about what God is going to do this year. But, if that thing happens, it's not up to God. Because God is a constant. Gravity is a constant. God is a constant. So that, that by them I wore a good warfare. Gather all the prophecies of this year. Once you begin to hear prophecy, carry your notes, begin to write. When you hear, hear whatever the Lord is saying, as the words are coming, get your note, get your iPads. These are things to use for warfare. That's what gave me breakthrough in Bayonsa. When I entered Bayonsa, the spirit in charge of the land came to Ibogini. Stood at the door, said, Go back to where you came from, leave my people alone. Ah, I said, This is trouble. So it will come from time to time, and we'll pray and pray and pray and pray to go. He will pray and pray and pray and pray to go until one day it meant business. That day, my God opened my eyes. I saw them, they came around and they were around the house like this. No, no, that was the next day. They, they, they came like this, they were around the house. No, that was the next day. It, it stood. And the evil presence was so strong. And those with me who were praying went to the corner of the world. They were scared. And I've been praying. The evil presence was still there. 
And I said, devil, I didn't send myself. God sent me. And God said to me, they that stand in darkness saw a great, a great light. To them that stand in the region and shadow of death, light is wrong forth. I have a rhema. As I said that, the evil spirits just left. The next day, it came with several of them. And I know it's the name in the job because they've told me what the name of that particular being is. And it, they came around the house like this. And so they came and say, all right, you're free. It was my rhema that helped me war a good warfare. I had to pray with my rhema. I had to pray with my rhema. I had to pray with my rhema. Do you believe what God has told us for this year? Begin to tell him right now. Go ahead and pray. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 0803-382-7072 or 0805-120-4708. God bless you.